Welcome to The Grind, a podcast about the church planting process and missional strategies to make disciples of all nations. Coming to you from the offices of the Arkansas Baptist State Convention in Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, here are your hosts, Dave McClung and Chad Grigsby. Hey, everybody out there in grind land. Is that like a new state or country or something, maybe? It, I think it's pronounced Grindland. Grindland? Grindland. See, my thick, mushmouth southern accent can't uh, enunciate that very well. So, uh, Grindestland? Just London. <laughs> yeah. like it. Greetings. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, we're back with uh, the next big idea uh, for our podcast with the lovely, the magnanimous Andrew Munnicky. And, uh, and so I always love talking to that dude. He's a smart fella and uh, enjoy his conversation company. And so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of the things we wanted to kind of highlight out of that uh, podcast was his leadership development process that uh, they do with students. <laughs> and when you're, I, I, I haven't met a church plant yet that had all the leaders they needed, all the money they needed, you know, everything they needed when they started. And so church planners are notoriously creative in how they get the leaders they need and maximize the finances that they don't have. And mm. so uh, one of the things they've, they've got that a lot of churches don't have is a great pool of energetic college students. And so what do you do with an energetic pool of college students, no money, and a lot of stuff you need to get done? You put them to work. <laughs> It's <laughs> the only option. That's the only option. And so, uh, so they've got kind of a great system, a plan for developing their leaders and uh, putting these college students to work by empowering them, equipping them, and encouraging them. Hmm. And I'm sure yeah. they evaluate somewhere along the way. <laughs> Let's let, hey, while we're alliterating, uh, <laughs> I, I I think I'm really surprised to know that you did not get into church planting for the money. Is that what you were saying? Well, I did because people pay oh. me big bucks, you know, to give my opinions. Always, always, yeah, I always joke uh, anytime I get to speak anywhere. I'm like, you know, because there's a lot of money in church places. <laughs> there is. And, yeah. and it, it, it's like this mixed response. Like some people are like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And other people are, you know, get the joke that yeah. all of us are poor. Uh, no, when you plant. Uh, yeah, so empower, equip, encourage. You know, you can't. Uh, you know, they have a church of like 300 people, but 70% college students, which means you have a lot of people, a lot of needs, a lot of shepherding, a lot of areas that need attention, a lot of work that needs to be done, but you don't have the money yeah. to hire, to staff those positions. So what do you do? You got to have a great leadership development pipeline. And Andrew is a smart, really, really strategic, I think thought through leadership development really well. So yeah, empower, equip, encourage. Um, that's a that's a great formula for for developing leaders. So you want to kind of break those down a little bit? Yeah, and, and I'll just say also that whether you have a great pool of energetic college students or not, uh, you know, every you know, whether church plant or a, you know, hundred and fifty year old established church, um, yeah. everybody needs a place to play uh, mm-hmm. in, in the church. You know, they need a place to serve, and, and there should be an expectation that if you're a member here, we're, we're going to give you 
uh, license to serve, to, to be involved. There's going to be an expectation of that. Uh, and we're going to give you the training and, and model for you how to do this and, and encourage you and cheerlead you all the way. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, so this is, you know, not just a church planning issue. This is a church wide issue, you know, finding ways to, to not just equip, but then, but then empower them and, and send them out, give them something to do with what you've equipped them with. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> man, I don't, I don't know. You've been around church. I'm mean, I grew up in church, but you've been around church longer than I have. I feel like people, you're old Dave. That's what I meant. But you're, yes. People, uh, people, I, I think, especially these days, because kind of cultural Christianity in America's fading, people don't just want to come and sit right. and pass out a bulletin. They want to feel like what they're doing in their church is like making an impact. Yeah. And so if you're not empowering people, I think it's hard to kind of keep people. You yeah. Think that's- uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think they'll stay. Anybody worth their salt, <laughs> you know, won't stay. Uh, you know, now you might have some hangers on that love sitting in the pew and people feeding them and, uh, you know, they don't want to grow, don't want to do anything, but those aren't necessarily the kind of people you want to be left with. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's not just enough to give away your influence or give away, empower people. You got to equip them to do it. That's what Andrew and them do really well. Right. They don't just say, Hey, go do this. And then just kind of throw them out of the nest. They give them the tools, the competencies, the ministry descriptions they kind of give them what they need to do to do well so they equip them that's kind of that second piece yeah and as a part of that equipping there's somebody that's going to be modeling you know for them what what they need to be doing it's not enough just to teach and i've learned this over the years as well you can give information to somebody about how to do something that doesn't mean they're then going to be able to take that information and and know how to do you know what the information says and so nine times out of ten somebody's going to want people are going to want somebody to show them okay what does this look like okay i know i'm supposed to go share my faith with somebody what does that look like can you show me how you do that you know okay i know i'm supposed to lead this small group what does that mean i mean here's some information i need to communicate i know i'm supposed to love on them somebody show me how to do this and so yeah uh, so that's all part of that equipping process. And yeah, well, I mean, think about it too. Small group leader might mean a different thing to five different people. Right. Or, exactly. Or if you're if you're saying evangelism or share your faith, well, that might mean something different. I mean, you really yeah. do have to kind of spell it out for folks, model it for people. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's what you're getting at, which which Adrian and them do well. So empower, equip, and then last of all, he talked about uh, encourage. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? They throw like a big party every yeah. year. Yeah. To, to celebrate the, their leaders and, and you know, the things that they've accomplished. And so, you know, and, and there's some, you know, coaching along the way there, you know, part of the encouraging is, okay, Hey, this didn't go well, this went well. How do we make what didn't go well, go better next time. But, you know, uh, you know, people love to be celebrated. They love to be honored, you know, for what, what they've done and, mm-hmm. and are, are worthy of that honor, you know, uh, to, to keep the church moving forward and, and, and they're not getting paid anything. <laughs> so, you know, the least you can do is celebrate the work and the effort that they put forth to you know, help the church grow. If you're going to work them like dogs, <laughs> you know, yeah. Give the dog a treat every now and then. <laughs> then party like it's 1999. 
Yeah, uh, but, but but for real. I mean, think about all the thousands and thousands of dollars you're saving by empowering and equipping leaders. Yeah. Spend some money, spend some resources to give them something to say thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And most people are going to plug in and, and, and the things that they do, they enjoy anyway. Sure. You know, I mean, you're going to plug in where you, where you have a good time when you're serving. You know, whether it's on a worship team or a media team or an outreach team or you're loving on kids or – you know, hanging out with students or whatever, you know, if you're going to jump in on one of those ministries, it's something you probably enjoy and, and have at least some kind of passion for. And, uh, and so uh, for somebody to acknowledge, Hey, man, this is well done, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, that's uh, we all want to hear that periodically. All right. So as you look at the churches, uh, identify some leaders, give them space to serve, empower them, uh, don't just send them out, give them some training, equipping, modeling for how to do what you're asking them to do and then celebrate what's happened. Uh, yeah. All of us should be doing that in our churches. Yeah. I'll say too, um, if you're really going to grow and, and listen, not every church needs to be a thousand people, 200 people, right. 300 people. You know, maybe that's not who God wants you to be, called you to be, whatever. But if, if you're going to grow and reach people, got to give ministry away right if a pastor keeps it all there's a ceiling yep and uh and so it's kind of this risk reward you don't have to empower anybody but here's your ceiling yeah yep or you can empower leaders which is messy yep but it gives you that chance to reach more people and so i think you're right man this is so applicable for every church yep sure is all right, cool. so there's our big idea for Andrew Munnicky's podcast. Check it out. Uh, great interview and uh, uh, good dude. And uh, they're doing great work at Hill Church in Fayetteville. So see you guys next time. Adios. Bye. Bye.